Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone. Um, I'm Charlie Lobasco. And I'm Eva Levandusky. And this is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, where we leave no stone unturned and do everything in our collaborative power to simply make a difference in the workplace, even as one person. A um, little disheveled today, E. <laughs> you kind of just made it in under the wire. That's um, you can't make this up. We're coming live and with the magic from our producer video as well for the first segment. Um, you know, a couple of things. We take pride in our guests. We take pride in meeting every one of our guests, mm-hmm. and today is no exception. Um, but I wanted to say how excited I am about next week's show as well. Marty, Marley, Marnie, Marnie Spencer, a unbelievable story um, about conquering fear. Mm-hmm. I want to mention again about the guests we've had in the past, John Garner and Bill Parsons. And last week, we had Karen Summers. Karen so Summers. About career re- and Reinvention. Uh, unbelievable work from Karen Summers. No, it was, a, it was a great story. And everyone brings a lot to the table. So if there's ever a time we understand that 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock Central isn't necessarily a perfect time to be tuning in, but do understand that the replays are always available on TalkZone. Just go under the business channel and find Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we'll be right there, and you can take a look at any of the replays, and you can listen to them at any time when it's convenient for you. Yes, 7 by 24. 7 by 24. Around the globe. And if you have a question for us now, you can just dial in at... 1-888-463-6748. One eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. That's one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. Call us if you have any questions. Um, we'll be happy to take your call. We'd be very excited. Yeah, this is going to be a very cool show, and we're going to bring out our guest in one second. Um, I wanted to just shout out about what we're doing and what's in front of us. We have a lot going on. Um, the Care Network which is um, our work, our seminar. We're going to be teaching in Cincinnati throughout the month of July, and we're meeting again in October. Mm-hmm. October 23rd at the National Publicity Summit in New York City. So if you are there, please come and see us. And if you're in Cincinnati, please feel free to sign up for the CARE certification. I will also be teaching Stage Fright to Stage Send. So if you have any issue at all, not just with stage fright, but if you have any issue at all speaking up, please reach out to me and um, we'll be happy to get you signed up for that. It's a perfect opportunity to start handling your fear. Right. We're partners, so let's partner. Um, any story ideas, anything you guys may want to ask or share, we're here for you, right? Um, you know, one of the things we learned big time a couple of weeks back and I just want to bring it up briefly, is healthcare reform is very complicated that we learned from John Garner. Mm-hmm. But I can say over and over and over, there's no reason why every single person 18 and over should not have healthcare right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, politics aside, okay? Um, so that's our job. That's on us to make sure we're covered and then... Right. And that's part of, you know, what we were talking about even last week when we were talking about reinventing your career. A lot of times people are afraid to reinvent their careers because of health insurance. It's not necessarily a problem anymore. Right. So there's a lot. We have a lot of shows already and you can go ahead and listen to those replays and learn what all these different um Authors and leaders and speakers have to offer because, you know, we were even talking about in the first show, we we're talking about 007 confidence, right? 
um, with Bill Parsons. So all of the shows are great. Everybody that we're bringing to the table, everyone has great content. So please feel free to um, listen and access those replays whenever you want. Right. You know, every author that we meet, every entrepreneur that we meet, every small business owner, they bring it. You yeah, know, they always bring they it. They always bring it. They're really good at what they do, mm-hmm. and we're really proud to collaborate with them. And, you know, today is no exception. I was just going to say that. <laughs> um, I want to just take a step back for a second. And, you know, work is hard enough, right? It is. And then it's compounded by politics at work, stress at work, the economy. Is your job safe? Is it not safe? Are you happy? Are you not happy? All of the above, none of the above. Just trying to get there, just the commute. Right. You're sitting there working. Stressing. For eight, nine hours. Angry. I mean, I, I know in New York, we used to joke, right? We used right. to say, lunch? What are you, weak? Yeah. Right? So, you know, we bring it's a lot of it. Gordon Gecko. Right? Yeah, we bring a lot of it on ourselves, right? Right. So, you know, we're always looking for something. We're looking to, you know, improve our career, get a leg up on this project. Sometimes we spin too much. Right. Mm. Imagine sitting at your desk with some coaching techniques to relieve the stress, keep you occupied. I'm doing some, you know, I'm just moving around here, but, you know, doing some moves or some techniques during the day outside of your job. I mean, this is this is such a cool thing. It is a cool thing. And, you know, I love Mira's approach where our guest today is Mira Kerr of bigyoga.net and big isn't just about plus size yoga but it's also about looking at all the aspects of yoga and how big yoga is it's not just about flexibility and i was posting earlier today on facebook because i was saying that yoga and i have not really been friends Mm. i work out a lot as you know um but flexibility is not the easiest thing for me and yoga is really hard. And I've actually had yoga instructors say to me like, oh, and what do we have here? So I was like trying to do my asana. Or, you know, you try to go to hot yoga and it's like three hours from start to finish because you're just a, a mess when you walk Well, you don't have there. the time. You, well, that's just it. You right. don't have the time, right? And so I love this approach to yoga. It's It's bringing yoga to everyone and not just to people that are skinny or dancers or young. I, I right. think it's great. Um, but I just want to say one more thing here, mm. right? Don't think for a minute this is weak, right? This is, this is very, <laughs> that's you talk. That's me talking, right? <laughs> this is a very much needed tool to take to work. Well, it's absolutely fantastic, right? right. Because I mean, most of us, that have worked in any type of a corporate job, you can't just stand around. You're sitting all day. And you need some way to, A, relieve stress, B, get a little bit of a workout in, C, get some flexibility, because otherwise you're just sitting there all tensed up in your cube, hunched over like the letter C. (laughs) Um, You know, And it's terrific that she's really come up with this technique to help everybody enjoy yoga and she really knows yoga I mean, so, she's been doing this like her you know her whole life i know so here's what we'll do okay yeah. en- enough said mm. we'll introduce mira and we'll talk for a few minutes before our first break oh okay okay so um we would like to introduce our special guest for today mira patricia kerr mm-hmm. author and trainer of big yoga did i get that right you got that. Who we have met. Yes. Okay. In New York City earlier in this year. So Mira, are you with us? I am. <laughs> so first, welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And thank you, thank you be for being patient in the beginning. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, and the only reason why we beat that to death a little bit is because our corporate listeners sometimes, you know, don't look at their day-to-day as um, uh, nourishing themselves as much as it is. I think that's changing. You think it's changing? Yeah, I think it's changing actually a lot. But I think people are doing it in a very covert way where they're not talking about it too much. Um, But I think yoga in the workplace is 
is great. Yeah. So, uh, Mira, share with us and our listeners your website and where they could find out more about you. Okay. Well, my website is www.bigyoga, it's all one word, bigyoga.net. And I also have a blog on WordPress that's uh, Mira Kerr. There's lots of E's and R's in my name, (laughs) K-E-R-R, plus Mira has two E's in it. Two E's in the first name and two R's in the second. And in some of the themes of the blog might be, can you give us some examples? Well, I just kind of write about whatever is topical, whatever strikes me at the moment. I remember when I heard about the terrible, terrible shooting accident in Newtown. I had lived in Newtown, and and it made me realize how, you know, everybody was all up in arms, like, oh, we have to arm everybody so that we'll be safe. And I, I totally disagree with that, and I wrote about that in my blog. I feel like we all have a responsibility to stand up for peace. You know, it's way too mm-hmm. easy to just, let's just go get a gun and shoot everybody, you know, that we don't agree with. But, you know, and I, I don't mean to take it lightly, but uh, I was very disturbed by how quick we are to um, defend ourselves with really dangerous weapons that not everybody is skilled at using. So that was well, something that really struck home to me, and I wanted to write about that. Other times I'll offer a sample pose that somebody might want to learn a little bit more about. And and if you want to hear more about the Big Yoga program, you can always go to my website and sign up for my newsletter because I try to get a newsletter at least once a month, twice a month, to offer tips or maybe a nice vegetarian recipe, that type of thing. Mm, that's perfect. Because, I mean, what I like about yoga is that even though yoga and I, like I said earlier, are not really friends all the time. But um, but what I like about yoga is that it's not it's not working out. It's it's a whole um, it's spiritual. You know, it, the whole premise behind yoga is spiritual, right? So I mean, it's all about you know the way you eat, the way you think, the way you move. That's kind of how I see it. I is that right? True? It's not working out. It's working in. Mm, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. To learn more about who we really are and get beyond the conditioning that we're so accustomed to, the the judgments that we make about everything in our life. And, of course, that's what the mind is good at. The mind is very good at making judgments of what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's bad, what's happy, what's sad. But what yoga does is it brings you to that place of equanimity where you're balanced and you're not judging every little thing. You're accepting. You're with the moment. You're flowing with the life as it's happening. And if you're all stressed out, it's really hard to do that. Well, and I think sometimes what happens is is that people feel that in order to be really on their game, that stress helps that, which actually I found that to be the opposite. It's when you're not stressed is when you can really handle anything that gets thrown your way. Because when you're calm, it just seems to be easier easier to handle things. It's easier to get focused when you're calm. But mm-hmm. it's also, there is an element of uh, there's good stress and there's bad stress. And it's good to have a little bit of it. You know, like when we go to the gym, we're stressing our muscles. We want to get stronger. We want to get more flexible or whatever we're doing at the gym. It is a stressor, but it's a good stressor. It's a stressor that makes us stronger and healthier. But when... The stresses that we're taking on are debilitating, and they have no way of getting shut off. That's when stress becomes really dangerous for us. Interesting, and and that's kind of where we apply. Where it would be good to apply it in the workplace, right? Mm-hmm. So we're sitting at a table, and maybe there's you know some mid-level managers, maybe a CEO of a small business, and everybody's more stressed out than the other, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me for a minute. Let me take my heart medicine. Okay. While you're doing that, I'll take my blood pressure medicine, and maybe I'll take my sugar medicine, right? Enough, right? This is why we reach out to people like Mira mm-hmm. to try to calm us down and reset our thinking, right? Right. 
So, um, no, this is great. This is a great intro. We're just really scratching the surface mirror. We'd like to dive a little deeper into your program, you know, the genesis behind it and so on. But we're going to take our first break, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, And when we come back, we can maybe go into the background that you have and uh, how you got to where you are. And uh, later on in the show, we'll just see where it goes. This is going to be good, right? It's going to be really good. Um, Okay, so stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie Neva. We'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Mira Kerr. And Mira is the founder of BigYoga.net. Um, so, Mira, this is really exciting. And I wanted to kind of take a step back and... Have you talk a little bit about your background because your background is really interesting. You've been doing yoga for a long time. So you really know what you're talking about. You really understand yoga. So can you share with us a little bit about your background? Oh, I'd be delighted. Um, I found yoga in a textbook when I was in college. It was the 60s. And I don't know, one of the kids in the dorm got this book and it had pictures of a, of a very scantily clad gentleman from India wearing what they call a dhoti. Basically, it's just nothing but a diaper. And uh, so, of course, we were passing these pictures around and going, ha-ha, isn't that weird? And, but there was something about it that really, like, wow, that's, that's kind of cool, because he was doing some amazing postures. Not that we mm-hmm. have to do those postures to get the benefit of yoga. You do not have to put your legs behind your ears or stand on your head to get the benefits. But that was kind of something that that, uh, I kind of kept in the back of my mind. And then the next year I was living in a big city. I lived in Chicago, and I decided Mm -hmm. to look into yoga. And I started taking some classes, and I really enjoyed it. And I was always a little bit fluffy, shall we say. I, I was quite curvy as a young woman. I wasn't obese, but I was, you know, I wasn't a size two the way all the movie stars are these days. And I liked that I could do yoga because I was very flexible. So it was something I could do that made me feel empowered um, rather than going to the gym. Or I was never, my sister was a runner, and I could never keep up with her. She, I, I never liked running. It just didn't speak to me. But yoga really spoke to me. And then years later, I was in an, a rock and roll band with a couple of other women, and we decided we would start going to yoga class together to inspire us with our rock and roll music, and uh, that's how we met our teacher, Swami Satchidananda, and then we went to a yoga retreat, and we got initiated, and this was the same gentleman who introduced yoga chanting at Woodstock. His name was Swami Satchidananda, a great, great yoga master from India who's no longer in the body, as we say. He's passed on, but... Mm. This year is the 100th year anniversary of his birth, and they're doing all kinds of celebrations all around the world to celebrate his life. Um, So that's how I found yoga. I met a real, true yoga master, and then later I took a teacher training. And so, yeah, I've been teaching for over 35 years. Wow. And, you know, I remember those books. I had one of those books, one of those (laughs) yoga books. 
<laughs> and <laughs> I, I think I probably still have it on on the bookshelf somewhere here at home. And you're right. I mean, you know, you would look at it and you would think, now how are they, how is he doing that? You know, and, but I give you credit because I've never been flexible or not real. I mean, I was more flexible when I was younger, but, um, but I think it's really neat that from a book, you ended up having this whole career and meeting all these interesting people and really learning yoga. And so, Talk a little bit about how you developed big yoga because it, there is something to it about it being a little bit plus size, but also the big also kind of refers to just how expansive yoga is. Is that true? Yes, that's totally true. And that's something that I hope people will start to realize because so much of what we see these days in the media about yoga, pictures of people doing yoga. It's all these lovely, skinny young women and men mm. doing just ridiculously extreme poses, and you know, they have these beautiful, expensive outfits on. And, you know, and that's great. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think it's wonderful. They're beautiful to look at. But mm-hmm. yoga, of course, is more than just having a beautiful body and a, uh, a certain type of uh, pose that you've perfected. It's about... Using that, using your body as a tool to calm the mind, to harmonize all the systems of the body, to keep you flexible, not only in body, but in mind as well. So how I developed big yoga was years ago I I had two boys and they were getting a little uh, older and I thought, well, I don't want to be the only yoga teacher they ever learn from. So I'm going to take them to the ashram which is like a spiritual center for yoga, and it's still going today. It's called the Yogaville Ashram, and it's in central Virginia. So we went to live at the ashram for a few years so that they could go to the yoga school. And so while they were at the yoga school, I would meditate at the temple every day. There was a beautiful all-faith temple. Swami Satchitananda was a very strong believer in all-faith, should get along, we should not fight about religion, and so he created this beautiful meditation temple in Virginia at the Yogaville Ashram. So I would go there for the silent meditation every day, and one day I was kind of contemplating the the name of his brand of yoga, which he called Integral Yoga. Mm. Well, Integral means expansive, inclusive of all the different yoga practices, from meditation to selfless service compassion, plus the asanas and all the other physical practices. But there's other practices as well, and that's why it's integral. It's it's integral to your whole life. Um, So I was kind of thinking, though, I'm a songwriter, and I never liked the word integral because you would never want to sing that in a song. It's just got a (laughs) kind of a harsh sound to it, and it's kind of hard to understand even what it means. So I decided, I was just kind of thinking about it. And when I went to the temple the next day, I was sitting there, and all of a sudden in my mind I heard a voice say, Big Yoga. <laughs> and I went in my mind thinking, Oh my gosh, that's, that's a great way to express integral yoga. But I also liked that it had this double entendre. And that's how I knew that that message came directly from Swami Satchitananda because he loved to play with language. He loved the double entendre. And I thought, this is the perfect thing. This is a real gift from him. And he's like giving me a mission to bring yoga to people who maybe thought they couldn't do yoga because they weren't the body type that we think of as yogi. Well, and that's... And that's terrific. That's a great story because, first of all, I love the story about, you know, meditation and then just having the voice come to you with <laughs> Swami just speaking to you and, and giving you the name of the yoga and the, and the practice. And I love it because it's so inclusive, right? Because you're right. I mean, typically when you see yoga, it's all about young, cute, thin, snappy outfits and no one, no, I wouldn't say no one, that's not true. A lot of people are there not for the yoga practice and not for the spirituality aspects of it. And 
I like that you're incorporating all those different aspects because those are the, the, the aspects of yoga that are so key. Um, and, and so when you talk about yoga being all inclusive and, and just including, you know, mind, body, spirit, how does it do that? Because I think a lot of people think of yoga as just flexibility. Well, it, the beauty of yoga is that it can bring you calmness of mind through the practice of the physical poses. It's very mm. difficult to control the mind at the level of the mind. Like when you're freaking out, like let's say you've got a deadline and you're really upset and you, you can't figure out how you're going to get it all done. And, and so the mind starts racing. Well, when the mind is racing, you can't tell the mind to calm down with the mind. It's much easier. You'll have much greater success to calm the mind down by slowing down the body. And so that's why we use deep breathing when we do our asana practice. That's why we tune in to every breath. We inhale deeply and we get some fresh prana coming into the system. And let's say we're doing uh, one of the poses that I sent to you guys was just somebody at a desk, standing up, going around to the back of the chair, placing the hands on the back of the chair and just bending forward, creating an L shape with the body. That has so many benefits. And then, first of all, if you use that as a way to expand your breath, every inhalation, you can feel your side ribs moving out. And then every exhalation, you feel them collapsing a little. And just that alone, staying attuned to that practice of watching the breath, watching that subtle physical movement that's happening in the body as you breathe with those beautiful ribs expanding on the inhalations and contracting on the exhalations, that will slow you down. And plus, bending forward like that also helps to calm the mind because it lowers the cortisol level. Cortisol, of course, is the stress hormone. And you can't just tell the stress hormone to go away. You actually have to do something physically to help calm it down. So that's hmm. one little example. That's terrific. And... We're about to take our second break, but I'd like to keep talking a little bit more about that when we come back, because I think people don't realize how much they can do just at their desk. Right. Don't you think? I'll try that move during the break. Are you going to try that? Yes. Yes. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely dive into this a little deeper. Mm -hmm. Please stay with us. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we will be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on TalkZone. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Um, Mira, I just, before the break, you were talking about making an L shape, and I'm not sure if we're on video or not, but I am behind my chair. Okay. And and um, my arms, my hands are on the top of the chair. Okay. And my arms are, should be extended? The arms are extended. And the when, the placement of the feet, I forgot to mention this earlier, the placement of the feet should be about an arm's length from the chair plus an inch or two. Okay. And then... You might want to start there just by a nice standing pose, standing facing the chair. And then you might want to extend the arms upward and really give yourself a good stretch upward. And then exhale, bending forward from the hip, just bring the hands down to the top of the chair. Let the head hang between the arms. 
so that the face is looking at the floor. The arms are long, pretty straight. They can have a little bend in them, and there can be a little bend in the knees as well. That's good. He's really doing it, which is funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, he doesn't stretch ever. And I don't want to make light of this, right? No. But before the break, um, I like the way Mira explained you have to slow your body down. Yeah. You can't slow your mind down um, unless you slow your body down somehow, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, today I came zooming in. I was mm-hmm. racing a million miles an hour. How do I calm down, right? Right. And, you know, something simple like this can help me, right? Not to be selfish, but if it can help me, it can help everyone. Right. right. And and the breathing component, there's a breathing component too, right? So you should have also been, did you, were you taking deep I breaths? exhaled. Okay. Right. Okay. And I didn't get any instruction after that, so I took it upon myself to keep, keep breathing. breathing. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I improvised. Um, right. So, um, no, but just go back for a second and... Because I think I got it wrong the way you described it, but you can use the moves of yoga to help slow your mind down. Is that exactly. kind of true? Absolutely. Because yeah. if you're really focusing on the body, it takes your mind off of the craziness that you've been kind of stuck in. And you automatically start to be more observant of what's going on in the body, more observant about what's happening in the breath. And when you start to observe the breath, you automatically will just relax. It's because as the breath starts to calm down, the mind will calm down also. So the breath is the connection between the body and the mind. So if you don't have time to do any physical postures, an easier way to do even simpler than that is to just sit still and begin to Increase the inhalations until you're completely full of air, and then you exhale from the top of your lungs and empty all the way down. At the end of the exhalation, you can even pull the belly up towards the spine and make sure you've gotten all the air out, and then automatically the breath wants to rush back in. You fill it up again all the way up to the collarbones. Then you exhale from the top to the bottom, and then you try to slow that down and begin to slow the inhalation. And then as you slow the exhalation, you try to make it a little longer than the inhalation, up to twice as long. And once the exhalations are longer than the inhalations, you automatically turn on what they call the relaxation response. And that also helps to lower the cortisol. It even helps to lower the cholesterol in the body, which is so amazing. And that's really good because I would say most of the time when you're sitting in a cube, you're sitting in a desk, even writers, you know, anybody that whenever you're sitting at a desk, you know, you tend to A, to slouch. And so just from that posture alone, you're not taking very deep breaths. And then when you get nervous and you get scared, then your breathing gets really shallow. So just doing those deep inhalations, I think, would be great. And I like what you said, Mira, about so you so like you would take in a really deep breath, really fill up, but then also slow down the exhalation. Is that how you do it? You just go with the exhalation, try to get that as slow as possible. Is that true? Up to, up to twice as long. And what the yogis do, okay. they they basically put a little yoga in everything we do and. So to count the inhalations, you count OM1, OM2, OM3. OM, of course, is the cosmic hum that everything is vibrating in the entire universe. Everything is vibrating all the time. And the word for that vibration is OM, the cosmic hum of the universe. So anytime, and uh, one of my teachers said he was a Qigong teacher. I was studying Qigong for a while. And he had a cute thing that he said, he said, OM is God's telephone number. (laughs) That's good. It's just OM. (laughs) OM. And, And, you know, I never knew what OM stood for. 
So that was really good. That's really interesting. That repeat, repeat that one more time, please, Mira, about what OM means. OM is the name of the cosmic hum of that everything is vibrating to. Everything in the universe is alive, and so therefore it's moving, even if it's an infinitesimal movement. Uh, every cell in our body is vibrating at a certain frequency. Everything is moving with very subtle but powerful vibrations, and that vibration makes a humming sound, just like you plucked a string on a guitar. It makes a, a sound, and the sound that it makes sounds like, well, the closest we can come in our language is om. It's like a hmm. humming sound. So om isn't really the, the sound itself. It's the name of the sound, but it's as close as we can get to the actual humming. One of the ways to hear that sound is to close off your ears. And then just listen to your breath, or even stop the breath and listen to your heart, or even stop listening to that and just listen to whatever you hear. That's the cosmic hum. That's home. Okay, so, uh, yeah, it's getting complicated now. <laughs> well, you asked, so I thought I'd give you a whole <laughs> No, it's good. Um, so, it's, you're proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're the real deal, right? So if if this was a, a courtroom, I would say, Your Honor, I agree the the witness is qualified. <laughs> right? Um so and, and I think that's important really because so I'm you know, I'm the arrogant corporate executive that knows everything. Mm. But here's my hope, right? So I now know that I gotta connect, I gotta use that breath. To connect, to calm me down. To calm me down, yeah. And I need to put that in perspective by saying, if I'm calm, I have more focus. And if I have more focus, I can make better decisions, right? And this is where yoga helps us in the workplace. Yeah, no, it's huge because is what we were saying before, you know, like you said, when we were in New York together, but, and, and my hometown is actually Chicago, Mira, so I was oh, excited when I heard you had been in Chicago, but Chicago or New York, I mean, in anywhere, it's just, the pace is crazy, and you think that in order to make good decisions, you have to be at that pace, but really, it's the opposite, and this helps you get there, because sometimes you just don't have a clue as to how to get there, so you tell yourself, well, i got to slow down, but... It, it's like you're putting more pressure on yourself by saying, I got to slow down, right? Yeah. And this is a way to quickly do that. And especially as you start to practice it and get better at it, because doing the, the deep breathing and the exhalations, if you haven't been doing that, that's a little tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, true, Mira? Well, and also the mind doesn't always want to cooperate. At the beginning mm. of any kind of yoga practice, when you're just starting out, um, the mind maybe won't want to cooperate because it's been running wild for however long. And mm. when we want to bring it back to calmness, it, it may want to jump out again. Like if you want to start learning to meditate and you sit down for meditation, it's always good to start with some slow, deep breathing because that will help to calm the mind. And, and then if you're trying to meditate on Maybe you want to choose a lovely phrase like the word peace or serenity or whatever you want to focus on that would make you feel like you're empowering yourself. Even if you want to just meditate on the word om itself, that's a very powerful, what they call mantra, which is a sound formula that that helps to stimulate the mind, but also it helps to heal the mind of negativity when you chant some of these ancient Sanskrit words like Om Shanti. That means peace. Shanti is the Sanskrit word. Sanskrit, of course, is a very ancient language, probably the oldest language in the whole entire world. And Shanti, when we say it like that, Shanti, not only means peace, but it also evokes that feeling of peace. So that's another way to get past those the jittery mind is to do a little deep breathing and then start chanting quietly. You could do it out loud at first. Om Shanti. Om Shanti. And then gradually as the mind starts to get quieter, you can do it 
just moving your lips without actually making any sound. I'm kind of, I, there's no way I mm-hmm. can demonstrate that on the radio. Right. <laughs> then, <laughs> we get what you're doing. <laughs> you bring that same sound into your mind and you repeat it mentally where it has an incredible power to calm the mind. And then, but sometimes the mind wants to wiggle away and go think about, you know, I need my pencil sharpened or, oh, I need to get up, upload the new something for my computer. Oh, and then you notice, oh, my mind just went somewhere else. Well, I'll go back to the mantra, Om Shanti. Mm. And maybe you only can repeat it three times in a row before the mind goes running off doing an errand. But that's the nature of the mind. And then, you know, we're just very easy with the mind. We say, oh, thank you for doing your work, but now we're going to do this, Om Shanti. And you can go back to your work later, but right now we're going to go, Om Shanti. And so that helps. These ancient mantras are very powerful in healing negativity in the mind. And Uh, who doesn't have some of that? That's true. Listening to you, you're very good at training over the phone. Mm-hmm. Is that so if you know is that an option for say our listeners or potential clients of yours do you do you do any phone type training or is it strictly one on one how would someone benefit from your services Oh that's a good question yeah I'd be happy to work with someone one on one over the phone or now you can also do the face chatting which is a lot of fun through Skype or um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of different services have that uh, ability to chat with someone and you can see them on your computer. But also just over the phone would be fine. Uh, and anyone can contact me by going directly to my website, Big Yoga. At, uh, what is it? BigYoga.net. That's what it is. <laughs> or email. <laughs> my email address is BigYoga at Comcast. That's what I was about to say. BigYoga at Comcast.net. You can email me and ask uh, any questions. I'm happy to talk to anybody about yoga because, as you can tell, not only am I the expert, but I love yoga. Well, also it's because a lot of technical terms went in one ear, hung out for a while, but went out eventually the other side. So I would need, like, refresher. I would want to take notes. I would want to have a session with Mira so that I could learn more mm-hmm. and write it down so I could retain it. Right. Right? Yeah. One so, of the ways no. to do that, the corporations can hire people like me who are stress management coaches, hire uh, somebody like me to come in, and it's best to do it, you know, maybe uh, you could do a half-hour lunch and learn for a month. Or you could have a longer session, like a half-day half workshop, that type of thing, where we actually uh, work together and I share a lot of these different things with the, with the people at the office. And not only does it have the benefit of increasing the flexibility, the, the asanas and the different breathing techniques calm the mind, but also it really helps the community, the sense of community within an organization. No, I agree. And let's take our final break. But I want to pick up right at this point because I want to talk more about these type of on-site type sessions that may help us at work. So stay with us, everyone. We're going to take one more break. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie, Eva, and very special guest, Mira Patricia Kerr. We'll be right back. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization, regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. 
Welcome back, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Mira Kerr. And so, Mira, we're talking a little bit about the different services that you offer, and I love the idea of doing it even via Skype. That would be great because sometimes you really need someone to look at what you're doing, right? right. Um, but I also know that you have DVDs available. Do you want to I talk do. about those a little bit? Yeah, I I put out my first DVD back in 2002, and I thought, oh, boy, now I'm going to get famous. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, nothing really happened, but those are still available. And But I found a lot of my bigger clients, it was a little too, too challenging. Uh, mm. So I made a second DVD that I call Big Yoga Flexibility, which is perfect for someone like you, Eva, who maybe has some uh, challenges regarding flexibility. And it's the easiest practice in the whole world. It'll also be featured in my new book, which is coming out in the fall or probably by Christmas. It'll be called Big Yoga for Less Stress by the same publisher as my first book, uh, Square One, out of Long Island. So, yeah, I created these DVDs so that people who didn't want to go to a regular class with other people and feel a little bit out of place if they were a newcomer or if they were worried about their weight or whatever... Um, so then you could do it at home. You can do it in the privacy of your own little bedroom, and you can experiment with the poses and really feel that you're getting the hang of things before you go out to a, to a class in public. Yeah, I think that's a great idea because it, it, it can be really intimidating. I mean, I would, I've gone. I mean, I've jumped in, and, and it was fun, but, um, but it is intimidating. And, and actually, I was wondering, you know, so if you're doing the DVD or even if you're taking a class, I mean, what do you recommend in terms of how many times a week you should do it to be able to start seeing some results? Well, personally, if you go to a really good class, you'll feel amazing right after the very first class. And one of the reasons is in my class and in all the integral yoga classes, we do something called guided relaxation or um, it's also called yoga nidra, but I don't want to get too technical. It's, it's a sleeping exercise in a way where you go over the body, tensing and relaxing everything. Then you go over it a second time mentally. And this happens towards the end of the class. And it helps to reestablish harmony in all the systems. And it's so refreshing. It's as good as getting like, an eight-hour night of sleep. It's so relaxing. And it's very healing as well. So that's the thing. I think if you go to any yoga class, make sure they do a nice deep relaxation at the end of the class and a little of the deep breathing, which is called pranayama. Deep breathing is very key. So that's why I really like integral yoga. Integral yoga doesn't just do the asana practice. Then after they do the asana practice, getting the body all stretched out and limbered up. Then they do the deep relaxation. Then they do the pranayama. And then you really have that effect that you're looking for of being so peaceful. And then you start to really know who you are inside. You know, you're not just this bundle Mm -hmm. of nerves. You're not just this crazy mind and this stiff old body. (laughs) You're something more profound, more, more eternal. I think that's terrific because a lot of times what you'll hear, well, especially when you don't go to a yoga studio, right? If you go to the health club and you take a yoga class, it's very different than if you go to a professional yoga studio. Um, And I always heard that yoga nidra was very, very cool, but I have never experienced it. But now you're kind of reawakening that. I was thinking about doing that again now after you brought that up. Well, it's really profound, and I have it on both of my DVDs, and if you like, I'll send you a copy of that. You'll have to send me an email with your address. I'll be happy to send you a copy of the, the Flexibility DVD and see what you see if you like the results, because I think you will. Oh, thank you. That'd be great. Yeah, I uh, know. A couple of quick things, because we're running out of time, but can you tell us how we can get your uh, first book that you mentioned? Yes. yes. You can go to my website, bigyoga.net, and there you, there's a little store that has both of my DVDs and the book available and a couple of other items. There's a, I'm starting to do more with my music, and there's one CD available there now, and there's going to be a couple new ones coming. Um, but also on the, on the 
website, I just want to kind of put this in there. There's also an example of how to do a pose at the wall that you can do at work. It's called sample pose up in the headlines there. You can go to sample pose and you'll be guided through several different stretches that you can do at the office. And the other Excellent. link that you can go to is it's called Stress Strategies, and that will tell you a little bit about corporate yoga, how uh, group classes can improve company morale and creative problem solving and that type of thing. You know, I had a, I had somewhat of a stressful day. Right? You did. But tomorrow... When that stress rears its ugly head from another source, I'm going to say, you know what? Bigyoga.net. Take a break. <laughs> Go to that website. Take a breath. Take a breath, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start recommending that to some of these uh, tough guys to calm them down. Um, the other thing was, the other question I had was, you mentioned that you were a stress management coach. Yes, I am. So how is that different than yoga? It just depends on who I'm coaching. If I'm doing a group coaching, like a corporate setting, um, you know, I'll talk with who, the HR people and find out what their needs are, and I'll tailor it to whatever their specific challenges are. Or if I'm working with an individual, then we'll we'll talk about their particular stresses and how um, whether it's a more mindful approach or whether it would be more of a physical approach. Uh, and I just tailor it to whoever I'm serving. Excellent. So one-on-ones, um, we have Skype opportunities, mm-hmm. and you can even use the Skype opportunity to even do corporate-type stuff as well. Right, right into yeah. the conference room. Right into the conference room, mm-hmm. yeah. all through bigyoga.net, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, think it's, I think it's fantastic. You know, Mira, we have two minutes, but I want to just throw this out. Um, oftentimes in our first segment of our show, we may want to practice or demonstrate a pose here and there. So we may be reaching out going forward for some additional type poses that we can share on the air, especially on our video portion, which I think would be cool. Mm -hmm, That'd be great. Yeah. So Mira, thank you so much. This has been a great show. You've been so informational and it was, and you just made it so easy and not intimidating at all, which was terrific. Yes. So thank you. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be able to have a little chat with you. Excellent. And we'll hopefully reach out again soon and we'd love to have you back. Oh, thanks so much. Excellent. Have a great day, Mira. Have a great night. Om Shanti. <laughs> Um, that was great. And that is uh, bigyoga.net. Yes, bigyoga.net. And you can also email her at bigyoga at comcast.net, I believe. Yeah. Okay. And we can share that mm-hmm. during the week as well. This has been a very cool, a little different type show, but I yes. think it's going to really help us. And we're going to keep it on the radar so we can share how much it has helped. And next week, we're going to be talking leadership with Marnie um, Devlin. Yeah, our next week is going to be great, so please come back. And have a great rest of the week, everyone. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you. Good night.